thank you, sir. Listen to me. I've been really clear, and I'm starting to think that you people hear me tell you what my real name is, and you're just doing this to get at me. We just found out recently it's been eight years of this shit. It's a Welsh name. My mother gave it to me. My brother's here tonight. He can confirm that that is the name. And you did this, you asshole. And you sit there, you just try to look innocent. But you, just don't clean your glasses, you prick. You really have started out with a very bad attitude. I, because... Uh, hi, St. Paul, how are you? It's got a Saturday energy, not a Sunday one, which is good. Thank you. Um, remember Dave? Hi. Gareth, we are brought to you... Dave, we're brought to you by the... Oh, my gosh. We're brought to you in part by Squarespace. I don't know what you're doing, but I am the leader. Thought I'd take the lead. Much like Squarespace, I lead. Gareth, Squarespace is all-in-one. Domains, websites, online stores, marketing tools, analytics, which, of course, we need for you very badly, the analytics. Yeah. Yeah. I'm reading through some of the analytics on me this week, and... It is not good. You you have uh, your website. It is bad. GarethReynolds.com with Squarespace. And you get analytics there, correct? Oh, yeah. I'm talking traffic overview, visitor insights, activity log, sales analytics, purchase funnel. How is your purchase funnel going? I've been putting beer in it. That's not at all what the purchase funnel is for. <laughs> Come on, man. We're I talking about buy websites. I, I ruined it. Uh, and, of course, the world-class design. Your website actually looks good, which is surprising because I don't expect that from someone like you. But that's where Squarespace comes in, right? Absolutely. Squarespace made it easy. Before them, I was just try- I was trying to I pour beer on my computer. And, it just- and then I would shut it, the laptop. Like it was a mouth drinking it, and it just never built one for me. Then I found Squarespace, it, just changed everything. And now people can find out where you tour and everything else. Your, yeah. your little silly yeah. videos with your cats and all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, my cats and yeah, my farm, all that stuff. Uh, so I also have my website with Squarespace, and then of course we have the the dollopodcast.com where you can get all your tour information. And the sources page, and then our sources page. So we're all in with Squarespace. Uh, they go down. Yep. I've said this before a million times, but they go down. We go down. It is uh, yep. uh, basically no, is it's packed. it's an umbilical cord situation that can never be cut. I agree, absolutely. And that is, and they want they want it to be cut. They're scared of us. Well, they're not returning calls about that or anything, yeah. but we know they're in. We're gonna come. There's no. We're doubt. gonna come over. 
Yep. We're coming over. Uh, so anyway, uh, here's what you're going to do. You're going to uh, go to squarespace.com slash dollop for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code dollop to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Uh, Gareth, we're also brought to you by Pretty Litter. Um, mm. Here's the thing about uh, uh, cats. When they're healthy, they're having a good time. And that makes people like Gareth happy because Gareth has a cat. And if Jose is happy, Gareth's happy. Uh, now, Gareth isn't, a, Gareth isn't a cat mind reader. He's not like Kevin Sorbo in Beastmaster. Uh, he cannot all, read I, cat's minds. I have, I, I have actually fashioned my life after Kevin Sorbo and Beastmaster. So I'm not comfortable with you saying that. But to your point, Dave, I'm not a doctor mind reader of cats. <laughs> So um, among the amazing things that, that Pretty Litter uh, is capable of uh, is that you could, the litter, different colors depending on if there's anything going on with your cat. Health-wise, you so mean, like not like, like emotional. Yeah. It's not like... No, no, it's like status updates. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm being very... Let me finish this. They're status updates. Uh, but like, you know, yellow means a peed in it. And then, uh, you know, they, there is a scale of colors and even on, you, you're able to find out if there's anything you should be alarmed about and then you can take your cat to the vet and you're good to go. Also, Pretty Litter gets delivered to your house. Mm -hmm. It's in a lightweight bag. You change the litter basically once a month. Um, it is, I have, not, I have not stopped using it. I use it every month with Jose. Uh, he uses it. I don't use it. I put it in there, and he uses it. Well, that's an it. interesting point, it. Gareth. Because and anybody, I have... anybody accusing me of using his litter. Hold on, I want to get. I want to get ahead of this. Anyone accusing me of using his litter is. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, I get, I get pretty litter delivered to my house, and I use it. I stopped using the toilet. I just, I just use Great. the pretty litter now, uh, and so I have a Great. giant pile in the backyard, and. And it comes great. delivered, and I just throw it in the pile, and I, I get up there, and I, That's great I do news. my business. That's great news. But why don't we just keep it on, on topic, okay. which is that uh, it, is, it, is a, it is the best change to uh, cat litter uh, that, uh, that I've had as a cat owner. It has been a great change. Highly recommend. All right. Go so get it. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on Gareth's cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as Gareth does. Go to prettylitter.com slash dollop and use code dollop to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash dollop, code dollop to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash dollop, code dollop. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yeah, and uh, Dave, is it? Should we point out that we'll be uh, going on tour? Tour? We will be going on tour uh, starting on July twenty seventh. We'll be in San Jose. Then we go to San Francisco, Sacramento, Boise, Salt Lake City, Boulder, Denver, Las Vegas, Phoenix, and San Diego. You can go to dollarpodcast.com to uh, to get your tour link to buy some little tickies. Uh, also, you can, uh, right you can, if you want to see videos of all of our, 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 our wonderful hilariousness and other content, you can uh, join the Patreon, the Dollop Patreon. Yeah, or follow us on Dollop, uh, the Dollop Podcast on Instagram. Also, this weekend, I will be in Austin, Texas, May 12th and 13th. And uh, then May 18th, I'll be in Phoenix 
at Stand Up Live. Go to GarethReynolds.com for those I don't, tickets. I don't believe that at all. It's not true. All right, so now... Uh, and then here's a live show when we went to St. Paul. Yep, St. Pauli, the, where they make the beer. Yeah, here we go. Action us from a long time ago. <laughs> You're listening to the Dutch ventriloquism. You're listening to the Podcast where each week I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to my driver. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm your friend. You're the most disinterested son of a bitch. <laughs> it's not a joke anymore. We're in the middle of the intro. Show. I know, but you are just being, you are filling the intro with bullshit. Gareth Reynolds has no idea what the topic is going to be about. <laughs> Checking in the hotel. Here we go. <laughs> the guy in the hotel was like, uh, "What are you here for?" And I said, "We're doing a podcast at the Fitzgerald Theater." And he said, uh, "Yeah, I'm going to start one of those." <laughs> that is. Are you sure we weren't in LA? That is no, such an LA reaction. This is the best thing I've ever heard from someone who said they're going to start a podcast. He said, "I'm going to start one of those." I'm very excited. This <laughs> <Mr>. Preston. <laughs> yes. That's classic. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's great. Sure. I felt pretty good about my situation, but now it just seems like it's a pretty loaded market out here. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. I'm very excited. <laughs> very excited. Um, that is the wrong date. Are we in the right story? I just put the wrong century on there like I always do. Oh, uh, that's fine. 1882! The Minneapolis Civic and Commerce Association was formed. It represented over 5,000 businesses from massive banks to small stores. I said no more talking. <laughs> I don't like to talk up there. Um, the association wanted to achieve the same thing as the cha Chamber of Commerce does today make money and crush labor. Right. Now I'm ready for that high five. In 1903, there were issues with labor, and the association formed a new group, uh, the Citizens Alliance of Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, so it's a lot of uh, the law, the laws, the the rules are a lot of like we're gonna help, help you, help employees right. not have to be part of a group. Right, right. You know, the fees you'll have to pay. Oh, it's gonna be a nightmare. We'll handle all that on your behalf. It's no right. more benefits. <laughs> no more anything. How's that sound, friend? So the new Citizens Alliance in Minneapolis also had the goal of crushing labor. 
1911, the commercial club merged with a couple of smaller groups and became the Minneapolis Civic and Commerce Association, the CCA, sorry, the Civic and Commerce Association, the CCA, with the goal of crushing labor. In North Dakota, in North Dakota, the Socialist Party was making headway and scoring victories. That guy was elected socialist mayor of the town. There were 175 socialist politicians in North Dakota. Jesus. Uh, now, if there's one, they run him over with a truck. Yeah. <laughs> North Dakota is where E.G. Dent spoke at a huge anti-war rally. Uh, rugby in Hillsborough had socialist mayors. Farmers formed the non-partisan league. Many, many uh, people joined the lefty, nonpartisan league. Small farmers felt exploited by big companies, especially the big companies in Minneapolis. Nice. So the league ran candidates as Republicans and won the governorship and a House seat. They took over the legislative branch of North Dakota. The Republicans did. Uh, at the the nonpartisan league running as Republicans okay. took over. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Um, they set up a state-run mill, a state-run bank, a state-owned uh, railroad, Sounds which is still pretty good, Dave. I know the state-run bank is still there today, and the uh, the people who hate socialism love the bank because <laughs> they're fucking dumb. <laughs> It is amazing. The amount of things that are, are actually socialist, the people are, it would have worked here. It's like, no, it does already. It literally works it's here. actually, you like it. It's one of your things. So you like Social it. security, you enjoy it. Anyway. <sighs> Any news will be. So the CCA is scared shitless in Minneapolis of these socialists up in North Dakota. They've got a wagon. Especially when the, uh, the NPL, Nonpartisan League, moved their headquarters to St. Paul with the goal of taking over the Minnesota Democratic and Republican parties. I already, I already, yes, it's exciting, but let's be honest, what I already hate is that the way it is now. So it's just a great ambition. I just worry that it's not gonna come to fruition for Why? Long. Well, because we've been in St. Paul for two weeks. Prepping, prepping as we do. Living the life. I got a job at a store just to really <laughs> get my hands dirty. Sure. So to market. Fred Schneider, who was a CCA member, quote, unless something is done to counteract this movement, I fear that our state offices and control of the legislature will pass into the hands of that organization. Right. So he's a rich guy who wants to stay rich. Yes. But the NPL isn't the worst lefty group out there. They just want to take over the system, whereas the industrial workers of the world wanted to destroy the system. I liked the NPL, but then. Well, this is IWC. There's a new bad boy in town. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they said, quote, take possession of the earth and the machinery of production and abolish the wage system. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, you don't even hear anything near that anymore. Oh, no, you should. Oh, great. There's some of that going on in my next door. A lot of it's coming out of me. Uh, 
I don't know if you can join Dave's next door, but get involved. It is. There's some stuff going on with a yeah. fascist that's running for office in my town. And Dave's taking it real easy. <laughs> it's not become like a theme to the trip. Right? The time that he responded to one of my comments, you should. Here's a video from my YouTube channel. You can imagine how that went. <laughs> so, um, the IWW, they go on strike for better wages, shorter hours, union recognition, all over the West Coast. They lead a strike at Masabi Iron Range. Yeah. In 1916, uh, during the strike, guards killed a Croatian miner. Cops arrested two IWW organizers, and then violence breaks out after that. A miner and sheriff are killed Jesus. as mobs fight. Uh, so they arrested a bunch of IWW organizers uh, for inciting murder, and that kind of killed the strike. Minnesota Governor Burnquist. Burnquist? Quist. Burnquist. Burnquist. Um, he outlawed picketing, as you do. Uh -huh. <laughs> when people picket, you like it. Smart. Let's pick it um, So the strike is very arrested by the outlaw of picketing and the uh, all the arrests of the IWW. It's a hard thing to protest. Yeah. No more picketing. Well, uh, we should. Damn. <laughs> scream. Yeah. We'll go home. Scream. Uh, they don't achieve their goals, but the companies end up making changes anyway, and they do give them an eight-hour workday. So. Uh, an eight-hour work. The, and the dead guy didn't get it. You didn't get the eight-hour work? No. No, interesting. Uh, but the CCA really feared the NPL more than they did the IWW. Uh, sorry, say it again? The CCA? Yeah. They feared the uh, feared... nonpartisan league much more than the IWW. Oh, okay. For oh, whatever really? reason. Okay. One leader but they quote, didn't want to stab him in the octopus heart. Yes. <laughs> One leader quote, the IWW is un-American and against all government, but it is not as dangerous as the nonpartisan league or... The Red Socialists. Well, now I do get it. <laughs> By the way, the Red Flame is a great name. Yeah. You should just, someone should, literally someone should dress up like that and just go into the street. The Red Flame's here. That's right. Time to unionize. Aha. Sorry it took so long. As far as superpowers go, I'm not much really. My name's Ted. Hi. Hello. I'm the Red Flame. Okay. Aha. So, what should we do? Let's start pitching. Seems like maybe I should have put this whole offer together a little bit. Uh, yeah. It's like you didn't have an idea. You just put it on and then... Well, a lot of it went into the planning of putting the outfit together. Come on, though. Pretty well, good. Right? Right what? What are we doing? Well, I don't know. Let's... Let's let's end this. Let's let's end what? The bullshit. Let's. So much. We should be allowed to do a bunch of stuff. We should get, you know, more wage and be allowed to unionize. And come on. Let's. Okay. All right. Great. I fail to see that you being in red flame has anything to do with any of this. Well, I'll go home and change. But I just really. <laughs> Maybe we should all wear these. Is that possible? Or I feel like we'd be taken less seriously. You look, you look dumb. You don't even know who I am. I've got a mascot. I'm merely the red flame. Jeff, I've worked with you for like six years. No, I'm, 
10. Okay, Jeff. Um, can anyone give me a ride? Okay, Jeff? We've got a driver, don't we? Can you do So, okay. <laughs> so, uh, as World War uh, One was, uh, you know, starting to come into shape, there, uh, tons of immigrants, people with immigrant parents, uh, are living in the area, and not all wanted U.S. involvement, or, or, or even knew which side to join. There's still Germans that are like, I kind of like Germany still. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Awkward. <laughs> By the way, that'll fit. Now, over in Milwaukee, they have... Over um, where? Of Milwaukee. They have, um, they have a socialist in office, too. Nice. That guy is uh, Congressman Victor Berger. Um, their mayor is socialist. A lot of people saw Berger as a disloyal, un-American piece of shit. Because of his socialism? Yes! Oh, okay. Why, what else would you do with him? Yeah. <laughs> you hate him. You're supposed to hate their socialists. Right. Well, that's the last time Americans hated burgers. <laughs> <laughs> when a German U-bunk sunk uh, the British Ocean liner uh, Lusitania in May of 1915, over 100 Americans were killed. Okay. And uh, people were now really on board with fighting a war against Germany. Right. Um, so the Milwaukee Journal launched a 100% Americanism campaign. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> Red flame! Hi! Hi! Why? <laughs> to find the real Americans out there. Oh, God. Oh, the, fuck. The right started seeing boogeymen everywhere. Uh-huh. Now, Teamsters struck in Minneapolis in 1916, and there was a lot of violence uh, from then. Wow. Love. How great is it that we have a photo of the cop getting punched? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if any of you are cops here tonight, but you, you've come to the wrong place. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's a violent strike. Scabs are attacked, trucks full of furniture pushed over, because it's a furniture thing. Um, they try to burn. It's a furniture moving situation. Guys who drive trucks. I'll let you get away with it, but I don't know what the fuck that honestly means. But okay, it's a furniture moving situation. There's, you there's furniture trucks? trucks? They, yeah, there's furniture in the trucks. They drive them around, push them over. Furniture companies? Sure. Furniture. Okay. <laughs> so cops basically can't contain the violence. So the Save the Ottomans! Save the Ottomans! So the CCA hires their own guards okay. to drive Chicago or organizers out of town, and it works. Okay, so they drive Chicago organizers out of town. What do you mean? I don't... The union organizers, the guys who are helping with the strike, the right. guys who come from out of town, they hire a bunch of private guys. To just take them? No, well, to fucking beat the shit out of them and get them out of town. Well, that's basically what I mean. I mean okay, so they beat the fuck out of the Chicago ones. And drive I like that they respect where they're from, though. Yeah. Like, now they would just be like, drive them all to another place. But now they're like, he's from Chicago. There we go. Put him on the Chicago transpo. So, then in November, Minneapolis elects a socialist. Oh. Thomas Van Leer as mayor. He ran on making changes that would bring, quote, the final disappearance of the evils of capitalism. 
Eagles of Capitalism. Yes, Eagles of Capitalism. The city, had, unfortunately, like Los Angeles does now, has a weak mayoral system, so the oh, so if you city get, like, council... Okay. The city council has all the control. Okay. Um, so he couldn't really do that much. But he didn't get to pick the police chief. And he picked a socialist. Red flame. Oh, I thought you were going to Aha! Who's laughing now? It's I, the red flame. But, I mean, That's to, right. To be honest, I'll just all, put a poll down. I'm not done. I'll put a police. Huh? We're all laughing now. Well, you won't be laughing when I put out a police hat over this uniform, will you? No, you still will. It's crazy. Why? That's going to be official then. Because it looks fucking... And I'll have a police belt. It looks fucking insane. The outfit is working for a lot of people, FYI, okay? Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. The outfit is... Look, I think once people get used to it, people will understand and you'll see a lot of kids wearing things like this. Fire top! Like... Well, I, I, first of all, I'm not open to name changes. The red flame is what the whole thing is based upon. Fire cop is weird. What could be your nickname? Irish officer or something. <laughs> it's confusing. Red flame works. Fire cop's better. Not also, up. maybe unbutton the shirt and be like, Yeah, you can't unbutton it. It's a zipper in the back. It's not a thing. What you're pitching is not even an option for I'm the I'm saying outfit. show off the chest. Let's make it I'm a little not, sexy. No, this is not a sexy... What are you talking about? You're complete... What, now you're raising your hand? You've been talking... Yes, you. Short shorts. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. No, don't... No, no. No, so there's no, 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 no. I'm in charge. Shut so the there's, a, there's a fist fight after one of the bars get out one night. And you come in. Short shorts... Front unbuttoned. <laughs> Down to the... Not all the way. So well, uh, no, I'm red not... hair. Kind of... We'll comb it a little bit. The, no, the that, that, no, no, no. That, what the fuck are you even talking about anymore? I feel and like... I'm guessing the boys stop fighting and they go, What is this? Yeah, not the angle... I'm, look, okay, listen. This is not a debate. I am... <laughs> I think... People will get used to the look and the change. That's all I'll say. Thank you. No, that is no, no, no. Hot no. cop. Hot cop. Red flame. This is serious. Thing. Here comes danger. I'm not danger. I'm an officer of the law. I don't want to be viewed that way. Here comes a, a, a savior. That's hot. <laughs> Is a red flame. Fuck yeah. All right. A... Ah, God. No. <laughs> Don't touch him. <laughs> we'll work on it more. <laughs> Fireboy. <laughs> so he picks uh, a socialist chief and Vanley promised that cops would not be used at all to break up strikes. This is, feels like an alien planet. <laughs> <laughs> so then the U.S. does enter World War I, and there's nice. demand for workers, because the workers are all going to fight. Right. Um, and also people in America are in a patriotic hysteria. Well, I mean, they just some papers are looking for the best American. They're trying to raise fucking money everywhere they, for the war. Liberty, Liberty bonds they're selling everywhere. <laughs> They march down the street and have Liberty Bond parades. If you, Liberty Bond. A lot of places, if you didn't buy Liberty Bonds, they'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It beat you up. You like, hate this country. country. Um, 
The right is now fearing in this area, especially Milwaukee, a lefty uprising. Oh boy. Don't so, worry about that. In Milwaukee, rumors swirled that 14, sorry, 4,000 ex-German soldiers in the reserves were going to attack the city. Wait, that's what they were told. That's what people were fearing. People think that in in Milwaukee, it's going to be attacked by 4,000 German-American soldiers. Sure. So right. And and so they, German moles. Yeah, and that they had gotten. Um, now we strike. They've been seeing <laughs> enjoyed our sausages long enough. Ha ha ha! That was a worm on a hook. <laughs> Foolish people. People thought that the soldiers had been secretly shipped seven thousand rifles from and, and Philip again, Gross, Gross, I mean, Gross, this, Gross. this really is one of those things where it is like. When you live in the world today, you're like, man, nobody knows what the fuck is going on. People used to, like, have some agreements in truth, but this is, no, they were, no, don't worry, 4,000, 4,000 of these Germans are coming. <laughs> they got a ton of firearms yeah, shipped yeah. straight from Germany. No, the hardware store set them up. The hardware store had 7,000 guns that they bought, and they're giving them to 4,000 men. So that's how they Each guy them. almost has two rifles. <laughs> So that's, that's what's going to the hardware store to one, give it, right, that makes sense. True value, my ass. <laughs> Lying sons of bitches. So the Department of Justice investigated and we're like, yeah, so this is absolute bullshit. That department has also been compromised. <laughs> and a bunch of right-wingers didn't believe it and asked the government to put the Wisconsin National Guard at the state fairgrounds Near, near Milwaukee, just in case. And the feds are like, yeah, remember we said that's not happening? Yeah. We're not going to send an army to stop the guys that aren't real. Well, <laughs> then so. we got to call in the big guns. The red flame. guys <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Have you seen him? Yeah, the shorts are crazy. No. <laughs> he stopped wearing those. He tested that out for like two days. He didn't like it. Well, they I were thought going they up were... his bottom. I thought they were great. No, it was distracting. He's not going for that sort of vibe. God, I really hate that people keep trying to pull him in that direction. Not that I'm him or not. Because I'm not. But I will say, nobody has seen him and I in the same room. At the same time. Isn't that interesting? I hear he's flaming. He the flaming heart of justice, absolutely. <laughs> He's the only one who can stop these Germans. I'll go see if I can call him. <laughs> Don't worry, I feel like he's around here. Great. So, here in Minnesota, with all this fake shit happening in Milwaukee, the CCA uh, uses the mood of all the right-wingers being scared, and they create the Minnesota Commission oh, no. of Bullshit. Public Safety. Oh, God. That's right. Eleven whites. <laughs> all looking out for your best interest. We've got quite a variety here. <laughs> My Lord. Don't worry, the whites will have you. All the white men. Sorry, I hope nobody walks out like someone did in Milwaukee, or Madison. That's right, we talked a lot about the whites and someone got mad. Two people. So, guess what race they were? 
Just guys? Guys. They're not, they're hired by this group, which is not a government group. So this non-government enforcement group has hired like people who are like less experienced or? Well, they're just hiring guys. They're just hiring anybody who's Businessmen, just. The, the, the qualifying, like what you need to do to qualify for this is just be against them. And the then other people, that's enough, right? You need to be against you, the socialists, yes. event, right, NPL, okay. And by uniform. Thank you. And 175 of them are already in a national organization to stop anti-war activity. Now these cops are given a badge. Minnesota <laughs> Public Peace Officer Safety Commission. Jesus Christ, really laying it on thick. It's like, but it feels like your badge doth protest too much. <laughs> Part of the Safety Commission, we're only here for peace. Now get out of the fucking way. <laughs> And they have the authority to crack down. So basically, the CCA has created a private army using government funds. Right. And on top of that, the uh, PCS has given the power to, quote, anticipate. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> They're a psychic police force. <laughs> I sense you were going to unionize. Kill them. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm having another one of my visions. Same here, Dan. We must stop them before they do anything. Only one man could get in the way of this. <laughs> Look at me, atop the building. The red flame? The red flame, not phlegm, asshole. Red phlegm. No, that's not... That is a terrible, terrible thing to envision. Where are the stairs to get down to street level? <laughs> this door's locked, so if someone could come up quickly, I could try the fire escape. Heights are not one of my favorite things. But I'll figure it out if I have to. <laughs> but if someone had a key, that'd be awesome. Really help about the flame. Yeah, that's, you have a key, or you're just waving? Yeah, I'm just waving. <laughs> Come on down. All right, I will. The shorts look so different. They're not now. shorts. It's underpants over the outside pants. It's a regular standard look. Wait. Yeah, yeah right. You have underpants? On the outside. On the Can outside. I have a pair on the inside, too? I've got the regular pair of underpants, which do what I'm, I'm pretty close to a regular man underpant-wise. <laughs> Then I've got the spandex leggings, and then on top that, another set of under... Is this about the key? It better be, because this ladder is not budging. I'll be fucking honest. I'm not loving what's going on up here. So I didn't know the door would shut. It, it, it looked like the knob would turn, but so then you get up here and the knob doesn't you're, turn. You're a flame with genitals. <laughs> yes, of course. I'm not answering that question, but I am a regular... Look. I'm, what is great about my relatability to the movement is I'm just like a lot of these men. Uh, super cold. <laughs> Probably should have thought about the temperature. Should have thought of that before. You'd think I'd be hot. <laughs> hey, chili, look at these nips. Turkey's done. All right. <laughs> so, all this private army got a gold badge and authority to crack down. 
So they've created a private army, and on top of that, the PSC has given the power to anticipate and prevent disloyalty. Feels like you're gonna be disloyal soon. <laughs> and part of this was to use a little group known as... Well, hopefully not a little group. No! Infiltrate the unions and then give information to the commission. Soon, every county in the state had a public safety commission, so they're in every every single place. Oh, in Hennepin County, the war director tried to demand that only men of quote unquestionable loyalty to the country serve on juries. Yeah, that's that's that is the number one thing you have to be is loyal. <laughs> sure. What? A what a that actually didn't fly. Judges were like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> socialists, wow, what a time. Now, socialists are, are constantly being harassed. Once the war starts, it's just on. Like, people are just fucking all over them. Why do you want stuff for your money? <laughs> Get them. <laughs> when you got an iPhone and you're a socialist? Uh, that's right. Uh, the CPS didn't... Uh, need to even exist to have that happen. That's just happening. So Victor, Victor, like Victor Berger would go out and there'd be garbage all over his, his yard every morning. Like it was just that. The Postmaster General revoked the second class mailing privileges for Berger's paper. So they're just anything they can do to make socialist Plus shut up. Life, right. Any socialist. So the Public Safety Commission's all over the state suppressed the, uh, the non, um, no, I can't remember the name of it. Red Flame? No, the red flag. The nonpartisan league. Sorry. <laughs> the thing we're gonna story on. Um, so oh, I lost my face. I'm drunk. Um, yeah. I don't think that person was up there, hammer man. Thank you, God. Daddy? That person's better than the flame. So, the... I, 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 sorry, Dave, just to take 20? I, I, don't, I think a lot of people are uncomfortable with, like, the kind of anti-red flame stuff. So just, just think of the story, if it pops up, it pops up. It's not, but, you know, like, we don't need to make this thing, like, just the shit on a guy who's trying to be a superhero. Yeah, we do. So, 21 counties ban uh, NPL meetings. And in... 27 counties, there, there's violence against NPL members. So wait, 21? Wait, is that, that's 27 and 21? Yeah, so. <laughs> so 21, it's like, you guys can't meet. They're like, we should go somewhere else. No, we shouldn't. Um, the other counties, they're just beating the fuck out of us. Yeah. Um, the commission would ignore mob attacks happening on them. I didn't see it. Such as tar and feathering. Oh my lord. Um, and beatings of league members. Um, but they actually, the uh, commission encouraged it. Uh, McGee suggested, quote, now we should get busy and have that firing squad working overtime. God bless America. <laughs> so as elections heat up, um, the NPL was the, quote, prime target of the commission. NPL leaders were charged with sedition. Uh, the CPS investigated them to determine if they were traitors. 
so NPL starts making pro-war declarations to try to get the Jesus fucking Christ. Email. They're like, come on, like, get those Germans. We like the war. We like the war. It's great. Nothing against the war. We would just like uh, our money to go towards like healthcare or something like that. <laughs> but, well, come on, get those damn Germans, those bricks. Oh, nothing like a good bombing. I mean, this is happening like on the floor of the legislature and stuff. Like guys are coming out and be like, "No, oh, I'm not for the war." Like, right, it's, right. It's a total shit show. Right. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't slow it down at all. It just continues. Right. Now the IWW are like, "Yeah, we're not going to do that." Um, so they're not backing down. So the CPS closes all saloons and gathering places in the district where the IWW have their headquarters. Okay. So. Okay. They passed a vagrancy law, so because a lot of the IWW so guys yeah. are itinerant, so they're they just don't have a home and they move around from place to place. So now they're like, no, you can't talk if you're on the street. They're just arresting. Right. Um, you can't go in places and meet. You can't be outside and meet. Meeting might be very difficult for you from now on. No, we'll be fine. Okay. Uh, and then they push cops to arrest them for preaching violence, sabotage, or terrorism. <laughs> but the IWW is like, yeah, this is what always happens. Um, so they keep right on operating. So the commission reaches out to the U.S. Attorney General, and uh, the, US, the U.S. Attorney General is like, I'm not going to help you with that. So they send a man, so the commission sends a guy to D.C. to lobby, who meets with the president, and then the president tells the AG to act. So on September 5th, 1917, the IWW offices all over the country are raided. Uh, 101 union leaders are arrested. They're convicted of espionage. They got census up to 20 years. Holy shit. Is that long? Yeah. Despite all that, the CCA didn't think the governor would crack down hard enough if there was a strike. So they're still worried. There might be a strike. They're like, I know we put them all in jail, but what, what if they strike in jail? <laughs> so they formed the Civilian Auxiliary. Who, who formed the Civilian Auxiliary? This CCA forms another group. What, why do they need more groups? <laughs> it's like Facebook. Okay. <laughs> so these guys are like older vets. That's right. No more bullshit for real. <laughs> no, look at these guys. And they're going to militarily train young dudes who are going to go to the front. I've got the brain, you've got the body, boy. <laughs> I can put my will inside you, you'll be an ultimate fighting machine. Yes, and that's what it is. They're too old to serve, so now they're trained. Like, they actually took a part. Some of us are extremely old. But that was like the front in France, and they, they like dug trenches and did a whole fucking thing. The first thing you gotta do is dig a trench out in the road. <laughs> this whole road's gonna turn into trenches. We'll have an advantage. They won't know what's going on. Far wide trenches. I don't know what's going on. Well, yeah, Dan, we did ask you to not join us. We said you definitely lost a step or two. Hi. No, don't, he doesn't, he means hello, but look, we're not trying, we've already gone through that. This is day three of training. Biden. <laughs> I'm saying that I don't know what the hell he's talking about. All right, now wrap yourselves in barbed wire. <laughs> Nobody's gonna touch you in barbed wire. Not you, Dan. Jesus Christ, wrong way. All right, 
Now, meals. Who's got them? We're all super hungry now. So 300 men take part in the first drill sessions, and then that grows to 1,000. So it's like businessmen who want to go to war. And they got rifles from the University of Minnesota. Uh, I mean, they're LARPing. They're LARPing, but they were LARPing with firearms. Mr. Minnesota's like, yeah, we can give guns. Yeah, give guns. Why do you have guns? We're the university. Well, because they believe what we believe. Anyone who buys the bullshit gets a gun. America's got a bright future ahead of it, I can tell you that. This country's gonna be all right. But then everyone goes to war, and they don't really have much to do. So the Ooh. numbers, this group that's okay. like the, the old guys. That's, that's the old guy group? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I think we're gonna have to train each other. <laughs> they need us now more than ever, boys. I need a boom boom. All right. We can use your boom boom. Your boom boom's a bomb bomb. Here, everyone crapping this umbrella. <laughs> I've got an idea that escapes me. But it starts with everyone crapping inside this Oh, fuck! Why'd I open this umbrella? Somebody crafted this thing. Now, if we find out who crafted this umbrella, we're gonna kill him. Now, everyone crapping the umbrella. I've got an idea that I don't remember the beginning of. All right, boys. Now what should we do? I'm gonna open his umbrella. Yeah. Hey God, what's going on? This has got to be the Germans! Uh, those scanning bastards. Well, if they like a taste of that, I've got it, an idea. We'll fight fire with fire. Everyone drop trial. Well, for some reason we already have. Well, this umbrella. <laughs> For some reason, we're all out of crap. Stage fright, I guess. Has anyone noticed these umbrellas are kind of gross? <laughs> so the numbers of these guys just start to dwindle because there's nothing to do. The old guys? Yeah. I miss my life. What by, are we even doing anymore? By August, officers considered voting to disband. But then they were saved when workers on the Minneapolis and St. Paul railway lines started to organize. Oh. Because Did when you the, bring umbrellas? Because <laughs> when the war started, they agreed to work for 16-hour days for the equivalent of, of 10-hour uh, pay. And but I would pay for 16 hours. As it went on for a while, they're like, oh, we can't live like this. So oh, now they want oh. more money. And the president of the railroad, that's Horace Lowry. And Horace uh, refuses to negotiate with any union. Right. Um, and he, he worked instead to get rid of any labor leaders. Now, on September 13th, Sheriff Langham swore in a civilian auxiliary. Okay. And the CCA's illegal private army was now officially a legal force. Wow.
Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there. <laughs> well, a nation of dreamers. So basically what he's done is they've taken, they've, they've hired a bunch of bouncers to be an army and then could have sidestepped the training that you would give and now just made them cops. It's like when uh, the Rolling Stones had the Hells Angels run security yes. at the cops. <laughs> you know, it's just like, uh, I don't think these guys have the training to do this. <laughs> just keep them from the stage. I mean, it honestly sounds like there's only one figure in the story who could undo all this. <laughs> Maybe the old shit guy? That's right. Oh dear. I've forgotten everything again. So, by still controlling the CCA, um, they're, but, but they're still controlled by the CCA, even though they're now deputized. So, Sheriff Langham, quote, just let ev- just let somebody start something. <laughs> just let some, oh, so he's just like, the hey, once like, they start something, then we beat the fuck out yeah, of them. Yeah, the sheriff's like, come on, bring it. Yeah. Um, so stop the sh- resisting. The finger in front of the face. You try to stop me. Ooh, now we can kill you. <laughs> the sheriff said the, said the civilian auxiliary had the same powers as he did, including bearing arms and making arrests. So now that they had an army, Lowry starts just firing Union guys. Okay. And the company offered a 10% raise, but without hiring any of the people he'd fired. So they're just trying to get rid of all the Union guys. Right, they're stamping out all the, and right now there's an upside, but that'll obviously fade at some point. That's the con. The what? Uh, he's, he's offering a 10% raise to people who... Yeah, or, yeah who didn't get fired. Right, but eventually he's trying, to, like, he's trying way, to create division between the two groups. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, it doesn't work. The union rejects it and uh, goes on strike. Um, so 
the auxiliaries mobilized. Um, too bad it drawn up a war map. So the guys who are in charge of the auxiliary draw up a war map, and they're stationed in the, the courthouse, and they call in orders by telephone to troops who are around the city who pick up the phone and then give out the orders. And they're all in pre-planned locations, so they just completely... Yeah, it's... it's they're ready a for war. a strike. Right. Yeah, it's a war. Strikers... Uh, but, but instead of walkies, they're just like... At payphones, just like... Yes, sir, would you hurry up, please? <laughs> <laughs> to the corner. I'm trying. Hold on! All right. <laughs> then what would you do? <laughs> sir, I'm, uh, I'm part of the auxiliary. someone's that money, they need to be punished Hey, buddy. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Hey, 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 pal. Well, what if I like my mother? Hold on, asshole. I'm in the middle of something. I'm in the middle of something. There's a thing. I don't care what sexy mother you're wearing. Well, that wouldn't fit. So I'm going to use the phone now that I killed you. Say anything. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> so the strikers go out and they try to stop the streetcars from moving, but for the most part, they're just, it's normals. They they can't get it done because as soon as they go and I can stop the streetcar. If someone could figure out how to open this door. <laughs> <laughs> but anywhere they go, the 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 private army comes out and you know. Right. Kicks them out. So, a couple of times, crowds of strikers formed, but uh, the private army and uh, came out and the mobs dispersed. So the private army is now just patrolling the streets with bayonets and rifles. Jesus Christ! And they cordon off downtown. Um, they sleep in the streetcar barns. The company gives them food, blankets, cigarettes, and cots. Okay, the essentials. <laughs> Don't worry, we're not going to starve your lungs with that sweet tobacco. There you go. Have a rippity doo dah But St. Paul has no commission of public safety, and it is a shit show. There's no private army there to stop them. Thousands of men are roaming the streets, breaking windows, attacking the streetcars. Um, the sheriff of Minneapolis stationed units in case the mobs from St. Paul tried to invade Minneapolis. <laughs> That's our future. That's our future. Then a private army of 500 was sent from Minneapolis to St. Paul. To get ahead of the... And they started attacking the strikers. Jesus Christ. Um, but this wasn't actually normal for St. Paul. St. Paul was more... The businessmen there didn't actually want the violence. They didn't want the crowd. Right, they're like, this was supposed to be LARPing. Um, <laughs> no. uh, please stop. Come on, we gotta kill him. I don't, I, that I'm not comfortable with. I just wanted to, worst guy, I wanted to maybe hit someone with the butt of the gun. So on the fourth day, the I'm having a midlife crisis. <laughs> have a little fun in the streets, mix it up a little. Brought this up with me. So on the fourth day, the commission ordered the strike to end, and that all the strikers should be rehired. They're like, let's okay, fix this shit. 
And then the commission said they would investigate each worker to decide if they should keep working. So it's like a setup, right? right. So, so they're going to so stop them, and then they're going to do an investigation, and then that, hopefully then the momentum will have stopped, and then... And they could not hire the workers. Right, right they'll hire, so, right, yeah. right. So nice. this did put an end to the strike. The unions declared victory. They did get a 10% raise. They got better working conditions, and the fired men were back on the job. Um, and at the end of the day, the CCA saved the railroad from just a big loss. They were probably going to lose okay. because of what was happening in St. Paul. So after the strike, the Twin City Rapid Transit organized the Trainmen's Cooperative and Protective Association. Nice. Lowry also owned the company. Nice. nice. Each member of the association got a membership card that said he could, quote, manage their own affairs and represent and look after their own interests without interference by or affiliation with any other individual or organization. So cool. right to work, right? No, yeah, no. You can't right. be part of a union. You can work without a union. And then they got a button to put on their shirt. No, so they did get something. <laughs> like you keep acting like there's no upside to this, but they got cool buttons. Well, wait. Uh huh. So those are the guys. Those are the scabs. All right. Now the union guys see the buttons. Uh, we're on strike till we get buttons. <laughs> no, they gave their guys their own buttons. Okay. So now it's guys with Fuck your button. All right, that's good. It's guys with union buttons and guys with anti-union buttons. So not a smart move necessarily. But while giving out buttons, they use it as a way to recruit and 160 men left the owners association and moved over to the union. They just got the coolest buttons. These buttons are way better. Our buttons are so much fucking better. These buttons, they, I don't know, they were cheaply made. It feels like the people who made these buttons didn't really know what they were doing. The they like the but their buttons feel like they were made by skilled laborers. Who <laughs> <laughs> had rest. And were able to have weekends and, you know, enjoy their lives. It just felt like there was more focus on the product of the button. They call us scabs because these buttons pierce our skin so much. <laughs> Heard. So that tension is increasing on company property as dudes see each other's buttons. I, I really hope there's a new button coming out that they're like, we are for all of you scabs, we've now got a nice big new button. It's got googly eyes on the face. Isn't that fun? Not like those silly union buttons, those tiny little buggers. So, foreman management start harassing union button wearers, verbally, oh, nice button, verbally abusing them, beating them. Well, it's not so fun now, is it? Now your nose is a button, bitch. Oh. And your eye, I guess. This um, is where the phrase cute as a button comes from. <laughs> they're, Jesus being, they're being harassed every day, and on November 1st, the union... Go, I don't know why, goes to the CPS for help. Because CPS is, I don't know what just happened right here. So the CPS orders all the nonsense to stop. They're like, you guys don't fight on the fucking property. And they pick a three-man committee to look into it. Now, of course, it's the CPS picking a three-man committee, so it turns out one has to resign three days later because he owns Twin City stock. The rapid transit stock. I didn't realize that would be a conflict. <laughs> Something about that means I shouldn't be in a position of authority over this? 
I then, feel like you can be a referee and have a brother on the team at the same time. It's no problem. Then the other guys had close connections with the CCA, and then the committee's final report, when all the evidence is seen, they just take the company's side. Well, we're gonna have to have someone make a final report. We'll pick a team of three, and they'll see what went wrong here. Okay. Most likely, I'm gonna feel like it's probably gonna be the union. <laughs> what? Yeah, call it a gut feeling. You know what, we should just hire those three guys who we just got rid of to maybe see what they did wrong. Hire the, mm -hmm. hire the guys who we found out had a conflict of interest. To see what they did wrong. Well, who knows more details of what went on than the gentleman involved? Yeah, that is a good idea. I like the way you think, pal. Why are you talking to yourself? That. Yeah, awesome. Pound it out. Pound it. I don't know what you're saying. Dope. All right, for real. That went great. They think it was your fault. So, um, the CPS officer now was sent to St. Paul to train a unit for the next labor fight. So they're trying, so they're trying to now get what, what, what a private army going in St. Paul. at this point to just, just sort of give, give in? Them, yeah, yeah just they, like give in to some of the things? They can't. But instead they're like, no, we need to spend money on guns and ammunition and training. And what? And what? <laughs> So this guy writes up a manual for using riot sticks. Riot sticks. Cute term. They said they would pr primarily use riot sticks, but would also have ten riflemen loaded with high-powered... Uh, riotfuls. <laughs> ten riotfuls uh, loaded with high-powered magazines just in case the lead officer decided to shoot into a crowd. Just in case, as one does. The unions then complained to the governor that this was clearly a private armed military no, in no, uniform. No, no, no. And the governor did not respond, but instead he put the private army in new, more gray uniforms so they wouldn't be confused with the U.S. Army. You see, they're not the army. Look at these uniforms. They're a totally different color. It's the same guys. No, but, I mean, it's hard to tell if it's the same guys. I'm distracted by those cool new outfits. Hey, who are those guys? Those are great outfits. Certainly not armed, but they're not camouflaged or anything. I can see them plain as day. Wow, you guys are really crazy. So paranoid. What's it like to be so paranoid? These guys are dressed like sergeants. Totally different. They're like a baseball team. Get a load of them. Six, six, seven, eight, nine, nine ten, ten, eleven. There's 12. too many for a baseball team. <laughs> you need some designated hitters. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm out. Not after three strikes. So, so three months go on, and the three-man committee finishes their report. <laughs> Quote the eternal investigation. They recommend, quote, what? Total disuse and abandonment of buttons. <laughs> Doesn't matter who hired you. That being the main takeaway is like, 
I'm sorry, is that, this was three months of work. <laughs> yeah, we really had to get in the trenches on this one and figure it out. But um, this is purely a button issue. You get rid of the buttons, you get rid of your problem. Buttons are a bad idea. Anyway, that's like $60,000 you owe us, basically. <laughs> Cash works, or... Now, both sides has to agree to it. Um, <laughs> okay. And the union also is going to be allowed to push union materials on company property. That's also part of the agreement. Nice. The order. So, or in streetcars. So, C CPS adopts these rules, and then the railroad orders all buttons removed. Okay. But the union guys I can't have believe they're not, taking it that seriously. The union guys have not yet voted on the buttons. So they have to vote. I as can't a believe group. how much buttons is being said right now. <laughs> so seriously. Look, we're not, we did not vote to get rid of our buttons. You're damn right we did. Put on your buttons, boys. It's good time. So they decide to hold a vote on button wearing. Sure. And Lowry finds out, and the day. Now, in order to campaign for your side, we've got buttons made. Are you pro button or anti button? We're anti button. There's your button. <laughs> you understand the conflict, don't you? Well, how else are you going to tell people? Fair enough. I actually kind of like it. No, ain't nothing, nothing, nothing. So the day before the vote, the button vote, Lowry finds out and said anyone wearing a button will be fired. Any, what the fuck? This is like the anti-TGI Friday. <laughs> and the union's like, that's not enforceable. And because we haven't voted yet. They haven't voted. Yeah. And this is an attempt to destroy the union. They, they're like, the commission has no authority here. And about 800 men in the union now consider themselves locked out because they wouldn't take off their buttons. So... <laughs> so there's just a bunch of guys out there like, well, look, they try to get out of my cold, dead hands. <laughs> no, thank you, my friend. I mean, I want to... How does this work? I'm not working anymore, huh? That is a fucking button, is it? That's right. The brothers and buttons. No, never. The button represents so much more. The button stays. But these buttons don't bleed. These buttons don't bleed. Well, it's called a button, not a butt off. Get out of here. It's either me or the button. Don't. Don't. Barbara, do not. Ask him that, Barbara. You don't know what this goddamn button means. Why are you ask me to take off my fucking skin? He keeps it on when we make love. I... Well, you, you voted on that. Have no choice. Have a good life. I still got my union, though. Well, to, to, the, to, the, to the union, it's an, it's an issue of you can't tell me what to do. Of course, I understand. It's so also it's a, just 
it is, you know, they have to draw the line somewhere. So my sure, it's just funny buttons. when it's button line drawing. Yeah, it's a little weird when it's buttons. Yeah, when it's flare. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah, you, because don't when you tell me to get rid of my fucking headband. When, when you're in the environment, like, it seems normal. They're yeah. like, how did it go? They want us to get rid of the buttons. God, what the fuck? fuck? Yeah, it's like dire serious, yeah. but then like someone outside is like, sorry, did you say button? I just my first day. Did he say button? Or what does a button mean to you guys? Is that code? No, it's a button. For your jacket? No, like a button that represents what we believe. You mean like a button? With the, like the needle button? Do you have to? Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> They're not gonna Christ. tell us what to put Jesus on our shirt. Fucking Christ, kid. You're so fucking innocent. <laughs> I mean, well, I didn't know what a fucking button meant. I loved buttons as a boy. My bear had button eyes. Kid. Yeah? You gonna be able to work the saw over there? You don't have a fucking button on? I, can you grease, I, can you grease the wheels of the fucking streetcars? You ain't I'm got a button on? I'd rather not have... Can you drive? Can you drive without a button? A streetcar? I'm not a driver, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> I'm so much more than just a driver. <laughs> I feel like you're maybe trying to set a trap for me, and I'm not going to walk into it. Because I'm way more than a driver. I'll wear your button, but I will also make sure you drive. Sometimes you drive, too. When I want to, because I'm in charge, I'm the, I have the bigger button. That feels a little too close to reality for me to have. all weekend, so you might have to drive a lot. Okay. <laughs> so you're just going to sit up front and watch baseball? That's right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to so, get a button made. <laughs> so the CPS issues order number 16, which gives its recommendations. Uh, it orders the 800 men who have been locked out to be rehired. The button guys. Button guys. And the CPS just wants everything running. That's all they want. They need the streetcars running for business. Uh, and not to have 800 angry dudes on the street. Right. And the union says no. Lovely. Yes. Right. The buttons are fucking staying. I mean. <laughs> Could you at least change what they said? <laughs> this one says Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> now the union isn't just defying the company, now the union is opposing a direct order from the commission, which has been set up by the government. Right. I mean, but already, even by that gesture, they're, they're showing their hand. I mean, they're being like, please, Please stop, we need you, you know what I mean? They're like, it feels like this hurts you. So fuck you. So the CCA now reaches out 
to the U.S. Labor Secretary. I'm in charge of the buttons. What do you want to do? Close that door. I'll make the buttons if I choose. No more buttons for anyone until this is over. You're all on the naughty list. He stated, quote, this is no time to take advantage of emergencies to force recognition of a union. That's right. How yeah. dare... <laughs> but it's like... Okay, sorry. He's saying you can't try to make a union when a war's on, but it's like, fuck you. Give yeah. shit. We're not... We don't believe in the war anyway. Right, but I also feel like he's being like, you can't do this in a time of crisis. And they're like, yeah, we're kind of causing the crisis intentionally. He's like, exactly. Where's your patriotism? It is the height of disloyalty to force or bring about a stoppage of our industries in order to force the establishment of standards they have not been able to force during normal conditions. But you fucked up. You started yeah. a war, right. or you entered a war, so you put yourself in that position. Yes, but now help us. Stop it. <laughs> Leave your principles behind. Come on. Be Americans, <laughs> would you? Knock it off. This is what makes the economy go. During a war, everyone has to suffer. Yes, yes, and we're always at war. Do you see how it works? <laughs> the CC decided this meant there could be no attempt to unionize. So that's the takeaway from the Labor Secretary. Right. There could be no strikes or lockouts. Uh, for the rest of the war, open shops, no unions. McGee then passed a resolution in his committee denying the right to begin or unionize further for the rest of the war, statewide. Okay. Businessmen then, from all around the country then sent the governor a ton of telegrams congratulating him on this smart move well and how he handled the union. Really good job. Yep, yes. welcome. You Way made it illegal. Wonderful. Nice job. Yep. Well, that's probably the end of this chapter. <laughs> so the union now goes to the federal government. Uh-oh. And now the feds are worried that this is all going to lead to horrific violence. So they have appointed an arbiter. Okay, oh, I can't wait to see who this guy is. The red flag. The red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll tell you what <laughs> The union said, great. Lowry is fucking furious. He says, no way. He sends a telegraph to uh, the feds. I love angry telegraphs. <laughs> Can you hit that six times? God, oh God. They you... do a star and an ampersand and a dollar sign. I don't want it to say fuck, I want it to seem like I'm furious. <laughs> and now wipe it with blood. Can we send blood through this thing? No, sir. For the last time. Oh. Well, just put your fucking blood on there. For me, I'll walk it to him. <laughs> Quote, you surely do not intend to suggest arbitration whether the company shall obey or disobey an order made after full hearings by the Minnesota Commission of Public Safety. The group we put together yeah. is fucking bullshit. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I understand. So he's framing this as a union defying the state, and the... which was just a commission made of right-wing assholes. Right, right. So the governor joins and sends a telegram to the feds, quote, interference at this time will simply result in an attempt, in any attempt to defy a duly constituted authority of Minnesota. 
I should use every power at my command to uphold the dignity of my state. So they're saying, fuck off, we're gonna do what we want. Yeah, and he's uh, uphold the dignity of his state. Like, yeah, right. Very so dignity. dignified, so far. Oh, it's an amazing yeah. Gophers. Yeah. <laughs> you know who you need to help you out? <laughs> we got a plan that's never not worked. <laughs> So then uh, the unions, now it's unions, held a labor rally in Rice Park in St. Paul. And as the crowd left, they turned into a mob and started attacking streetcars and scab operators. Uh, 50 people were hurt, streetcar service was completely stopped. I love attacking streetcars. Take that, you dirty streetcar. No, I thought that was too soon. But, so the sheriff couldn't do anything. Right. Um, the police department couldn't handle it alone, so private army called out from Minneapolis at uh -oh. 6 p.m and they just started beating. Um, in two hours, they cleared downtown and created a restricted area using barricades. So they did the same thing that they had done in Minneapolis. They created like a cordoned off area. Right. Um, the sheriff calls out the civilian auxiliary when uh, the St. Paul riots kick off, so that's what this is. Like, they had all these guys with guns. Okay, so these are the guys who are like, you do not hurt the street cars. Yeah. <laughs> so this is Minneapolis. They've got guy, guys with guns around all the street cars. You do not fuck around with this car. Shut up, I love the car. No, I'm just saying. I want a moment alone with the car. I just think. Turn your backs. <laughs> this is escalating quickly, but I'm falling head over heels. What the fuck are you talking about? What do you think I'm talking about? Love between a man and a car. Nothing wrong with that. It's It's lonely out here in the middle of nowhere downtown. What are you talking about? There's people all over the place. Yeah, well, I have them turn their backs too. They're not going to like what they see. No one is. This is wheel love. Oh, brother. I'm about to run a train on this train. Fights break out as they confront union men coming out of meetings, but this just caused a larger crowd to form. That's 25 degrees below zero. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Someone open this door. The red flame is dying up here. It has been two and a half weeks. Wait, wait. The ladder, the ladder is completely stuck, and I tried to put gum in the door. But it slammed shut right away. Now, I'll admit, I should have put a sweater in the idea for the outfit. This is a thin layer of spandex. The flame's going out now. Oh, hello. Oh, finally. It is me. It is me, Jake. I'll admit my secret identity. Was it Ted? 
dying now. Yeah, I, I'm okay. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> -ha, it was all a trap. No, you got too weird, man. Um, we're just not ready for... My nipples are just so hard now. Yeah, we're not ready for that. These things could cut glass. I mean, it's 1970. These things could cut glass. I get it, I'm saying. There's glass I could cut up here. Society's not ready I'm for... back, baby. <laughs> it's working. Now, if it wasn't for my paralyzing fear of heights, you might have heard the last of me, but maybe not. Jump! <laughs> really rather not. Well, if you're fire, you can just drift down. I don't know if you know how fire works, right? I think so. <laughs> I think so. No, not necessarily. Or go up the side of the building. The, like... the ladder's jammed for the last fucking time. How many times do I have to tell you? The ladder was the plan B and it's jammed. Okay. So someone can come over here and Nobody jam it with a broom. Nobody cares! Well, why did you shoot it? Shoot the fire? Shoot the... No, the ladder! Jiggle it! Do you know how fucking ladders work? Who wants to shoot the I, ladder? Apparently I don't. I really thought I did when I got up here. I'll wear whatever button. I'm open to whatever side's cause gets me down from here. I'm beyond teams at this point. I'll even fight the union guys, honestly. I'm like, really in a pickle. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> Some real bullshit, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, wait, there's an umbrella. <laughs> Like I said, it's 25 degrees below zero, and the private army is wearing moleskin uniforms with sheepskin line coats. Oh my god. So they're cozy. Yeah. And then Northwest National Bank did a nighttime donation of 66 30 caliber rifles with bayonets. What in the fuck is happening? The bank? Yeah, the bank's like, ah, I guess we should give them our guns. Well, uh, just fill out this withdrawal form. <laughs> there you are, friend. So the private army, army totally controls the streets of Minneapolis after a short time. Um, on the 25th, a huge labor convention is to take place in St. Paul, and the idea of a general strike is now being thrown around. Right. Because of buttons. <laughs> right, kind of forget that from time to time. This brought the U.S. Secretary of War into it. A general strike would be a big problem for the war effort, and he wrote the governor and said, at all costs, you have to avoid a strike. Oh, God. His suggestion is to suspend order number 16 about the buttons and start negotiations. Look, look. I have to concede some of the button stuff. Over my dead body. 
The CCA are horrified by this idea. The button, I mean, the, the buttons have just become too high of stakes. Nobody wants to be told what to do at this point. I know, That's but all I it know is. it's the pride level. It's, it's just like, look, we're not going to concede on the buttons. This is something that a five-year-old would say. The feds getting involved would really mess things up for the CCA and what they're doing because what they're doing is insanely unconstitutional. Right. So McGee wires the Secretary of War, Minnesota uh, Senator Newt Nelson, the Secretary of the Treasury, and said they pretty much had everything wrapped up and DC coming in now would just mess up everything okay. that they were doing. Quote, without impeaching the integrity, intelligence, and competency of the Public Safety Commission. So he's like, if you get involved in this, you're really gonna fuck up the order of things where we're- Make us look uh, horrible. Yes, we're doing, we're, like horrible. A, we're doing like a dictator thing here. Yeah. yeah. So the governor um, says that's, he's also, I, I agree with that. Like you guys can't get involved. It, it, would lead to, it will lead to riots, agitation. It's gonna make the war effort even worse. So the feds back off. And they're like, we'll wait to see what happens. Now the union doesn't know that. So a couple days later, 15,000 union members stop working uh, in the morning, and they go to a meeting at the St. Paul Auditorium. And they declare they would back the streetcar unions and demanded McGee and another commissioner be fired. Okay. But they decided to wait a week to vote on a general strike in order to give the feds time to act and maybe work things out. They don't know the feds have backed off. Right. So the governor tries to show he is not anti-labor, and he fires one of the commissioners. And the private army is patrolling the streets of uh, Minneapolis. In D.C., the government wants to get involved, but they're worried about blowback. Now, remember they have a spy service. So the Pinkertons, they have been investigating all this time to find disloyal people. It's pretty easy, too. You just wear the button, they're like, they're one of us. <laughs> That's right, we support this button. <laughs> So the whole spying apparatus that the Pinkertons have set up is reorganized into a Minneapolis division of the American Protective League. Now, the American Protective League had a mission to, quote, maintain constant vigilance in an effort to discover plotters and invaders engaged in undermining the morale of the nation. See, it does, like, when you say it like that, you're kind of like, okay, yeah, but then every word of that is fucking nuts. <laughs> The APL picked a chief, and he began recruiting 400 agents from the CCA membership. Oh, interesting. The APL operates under the Bureau of Investigation, which would later become the FBI. And the APL's headquarters are in the federal building here. And they got equipment, they got office staff from the CCA. We should make buttons, get out. <laughs> So this is, at this point, your state, it's pure fascism, it's a dictatorship, it's authoritarianism, it's business working with the military and spying, it's all a fucking thing. Um, each agent hired was investigated by a secret committee to ensure they were loyal and patriotic. Jesus Christ. And then um, they could make... Sound like the FBI. Um, and they could make arrests and be armed. They could what? Make arrests and be armed. Okay. So they've created a new right, agency. Right. 
So the day after a large union meeting, APL agents spied on an alleged anti-government meeting in an office building in St. Paul. But it turned out it was just a bunch of union guys talking union stuff. <laughs> they just got together. Uh, but they were talking about a general strike if the streetcar company won, and the agents passed this information on to the CCA. And when the federal government doesn't do anything, a sympathy strike is called at 10 a.m. on December 3rd. And all union men in the Twin Cities are to join in. A general of the Minnesota Home Guard revealed martial law might have to be declared if all those men struck. And the governor closed all liquor stores. Oh, no. In Minnesota? What, are they going to starve? <laughs> By noon, 10,000 men had walked off the job. And the Secretary of War, on orders from the President, told the Chairman of the President's Mediation Committee to head to the Twin Cities. So, the Mediation Committee had been created to investigate labor on the request of uh, AFL leader Samuel Gompers. So Samuel Gompers is an AFL leader, but he hates the lefties, right? The radicals, the socialists. Uh -huh. So he wants the government to root them out. So he's working with, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> um, so he's really threatened by the IWW. So that's at the end of the day why he wants to do it. So once the feds- Two left. Yes, are sniffing around. The federal, the Federation of Labor um, president calls off the strike at 1.30. So, so, so they make a play and they start the strike, but then the liquor store. They're close. like, <laughs> well, they're like, who the fuck are these guys? That right. they have, all of a sudden, this this secret agency thing is coming in. Right. And um, the walkout lasted four hours with no violence. Hmm. It's not a. Super strong movement. Yeah. So the President's Commission, which is what kind of set off the end to the attempt at a general strike, um, held like hearings and they got testimony from CCA members and um, PC, PSC members and the streetcar companies and the union reps. And then they had the union reps, they made the union reps sign an agreement that they would not strike. Seems like a they did it. For really? whatever reason, they did it. And the CPS kept saying the whole thing's over the whole time. They're like, no, this thing's already wrapped up. And then Hewing's like, it's not. So Lowry said, whatever, whatever they order in DC, they're not going to follow it. Okay. The company's like, we're not doing it. And the governor says, I'm, I'm with that. Okay. So we're not going to listen to the federal government. Well, that part I like. So the union waits on word from DC into January, and nothing's happening. In the meantime, the streetcar company is recruiting new workers and they're going to small rural towns in Minnesota. What's a train? <laughs> <laughs> it's been like a wagon with steam. <laughs> Poor Harry. Is it like this apple? Well, it's, to be honest, no, it's nothing like the apple. Please stop holding up different fruits and asking if it's like that. Is it like this pumpkin? Okay, it's not like anything you eat. It's far different. You know the bicycle? No. Well, I guess it's a little like a pumpkin. Okay. Oh. And no, I don't think you're to the O moment just yet. Here, give me that fucking bike. 
would you? God damn it. This button's as high, neighbor. So what you're going for, yeah. Um, so they, they, <laughs> they put ads in the paper in small towns because they want to find people who have no connection to unions. And the ads... I mean, it is amazing that that's like the main qualifier for the job. Like, do you know what a union is? No, what is it? Never mind. You're hired. But I don't know nothing. That's fine. You've got the right attitude. The ad said, quote, healthy outdoor, interesting work. <laughs> that sounds a lot like farming. Well, it ain't. Welcome aboard. So Lowry's clearly not gonna hire back workers. Have you heard of the poison button? <laughs> They're really rotten. On uh, February 15th, the President's Commission recommended the streetcar company rehire the fired men and not discriminate against union men. So big decision. Yeah. The Secretary of War told the CPS to get Lowry's company to go along, and Lowry said it was, quote, imposing a gross injustice um, on the loyalty of non-union men. The CPS, of course, did nothing, declaring it's already over, which they've been doing for a while. So the federal government can't so federal force government them to do right, anything because they're at war and they got all this shit going on. Right. So the governor's like, meh. So but never, we demanded. We're the. Yeah, but you demanded, then we, we went, meh. They did go meh. <laughs> Pretty good. So that's a legal move. Yeah, we're figuring it out over here. Yeah. Meh. Please? Meh. Oh, we also got this one. That's a more like rigid. Yeah, it's no, more it makes us miss the man. Yeah. That was crazy. Um, so, a member of the CCA now says the streetcar company was, quote, squarely on record in opposition to the war policies of our government at this time. Okay, so. So, the CCA, <laughs> because of what's happened, has now flipped and is like, the streetcar company is. The Germans. Being unpatriotic. They're the Germans. <laughs> Even though the CCA thought the Secretary of War is a socialist, just like the mayor. Right. But the anti-government stance taken by Lowry, the government, is, it, 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 it helps the unions. Right. So, so the CCA's mind is like, I can't the, tra the trains are bad. <laughs> They said the streetcar company was helping the enemy. Yes. And the, the Minneapolis Labor Review wrote that Lowry, quote, still stands, as does the Kaiser of Germany, opposed to the wishes of the government. <laughs> we think not. He's not come full circle. We think that's not a coincidence. But it's still America. The unions reach out to the State Board of Arbitration. Um, and they agree with the Mediation Commission. So, streetcar company is just like, go below, and doesn't do anything. The unions ask for the case to be transferred to the National War Labor Board, and then they dismiss it. So the union lost, in the end. They didn't get to hire back the guys who got fired over fucking buttons. <laughs> you made them feel 
feels like our hero was left on a rooftop a long time ago. <laughs> Who knows how this story goes if he was down in the streets? But he passed away up on that roof. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is one good outcome. But then if you look closely from the above shot, his hand is slowly nope. moving. No, no. That's an involuntary twitch. It's like a nerve. No, no, no. He's making a fist. No, and no. It seems to be movement beneath the He's eyelids, not. like his eyes are moving a he little. He is not! Boy, I feel like we haven't heard the last of the red flame. <laughs> So the right wing, through these commissions and spying and having their own army, had gotten what they wanted in the state of Minnesota. The rights of citizens were completely trampled. Minnesota was, for this time period, an undemocratic, unconstitutional dictatorship. The business, the interests of business, merged with the state, and no one paid for it. When the war ended, the private army and the public commission were disbanded, but not the CCA. Of course, right? CCA, that actually really worked for us. <laughs> the CCA continues to rule for 16 more years, oh, spying shit. on unions and commies. Uh, it continued into the 20s. Intelligence was being given to the CCA and used in court cases and for propaganda. And the alliance kept at it until the Teamster strike of 1934, because the Teamsters hit the streets and kicked the living shit out of the government. Uh. And they didn't have a private army on the streets, and the CCA lost control of Minneapolis, and they lost it to laborers in the city. And since then, that's all fallen apart. That is correct. <laughs> nice. Fuck. I mean, it, it... It just sucks, because it's like, even in the, Like, they're always, like, even... In recent memory, there have been a couple times where are, there are these moments that, if capitalized on properly, could really change so much shit. And you maybe don't realize the importance of that time, and but it's fleeting because the evil powers are working overtime so hard with so many different resources to undo it, and yeah. have been undefeated for so long. Yeah, in most places, I mean. Yeah, and not just here, like in Bolivia, no, when, every, when, the government, yeah, right. when the leftist government comes in, right, they, the socialists take over, and then you're like, oh, how long do they have? And then the CIA helps, well, the well it was basically a Nazi coup there three years ago, and you watch every single Democrat and every single Republican cheer it on, and they're literal, they're actual fucking, like a cult Nazi weird group. And Elizabeth Warren's like, oh, it's freedom. And you're like, it's not freedom. And they kill indigenous people. And then the indigenous people come back and make a comeback, and now it's a leftist government, and now they're evil again. And yeah. you're like, no, that those are those are the okay people. We end up cheering on the fucking monsters, even though like Elizabeth Lawrence was super left. Spreading right? freedom is pretty difficult. Freedom is bullshit. <laughs> Get rid of it is what I'm saying. <laughs> we did. Um, <laughs> they killed the left. I mean, in World War One, they purged us, and we haven't come back. They purged well, and us. They, and there is now the, the fake left, which 
make people be like, it is left. And you're like, no, it's, not the it's right. <laughs> yeah, well, it's what's right. the right? Fucking crazy. We're not even sure. <laughs> we don't know what direction that is anymore. I don't know, it's a new version. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes it feels like the only way out of something like this is a button. <laughs> yeah. With a flame. We all need to join a group. Well, if yeah. we're leftists, yeah. and the IWW seems like the smartest one, in my opinion, because they're still out there and they're very left, and all the other unions are pretty infiltrated and fucked up. Yep. Um, like the Teamsters and all. Like the Teamsters, I'm, my union is part of the Teamsters union, but so are the cops. So what the fuck is that? And as much as we've yelled at them to get rid of the cops, we're like, no, they're cops. He's like, what the fuck? So, like, we need to, like, literally go join something like the IWW and just start filling the fucking ranks and going, we're this now. And scare them. Because the more people that join something like that, the more they're going to be like, what's happening? But it's us saying, no, we're here. And we're ready to do some shit. Because yeah. what we're doing now isn't working. We're all disassociated and fucking all over the place, and we need to get in our group. And even if they're not the greatest leaders, at least they're leftist leaders. And the IWW is kind of the real thing still. Like the people that run it, and they still have the right message. They still have the right idea. So I don't know. That's my only sort of solution. Do they have buttons? Yeah, buttons! <laughs> A general strike looming fucking terrifies that. Well, to get a general strike, you have to have tons of mutual aid set up. Like, you have to be able to take yeah, care of everybody, right. and yeah. there need to be tons of systems, and the only way to do that is to get a larger group. No, they've done, and they've done such a good job of taking away everything. Yeah. So that people do not have the buffer or the security to do any of that shit. So that is totally true. I mean, yeah, you just need... It's right there. I mean, it, it, some version of it's coming. It's just like, on whose terms do you, how do you want this to play out? Because the version we're headed towards is... Everyone's too scattered. Yeah. Yeah, there's too many, I mean... Like, the most united we've been is, like, the Will Smith slap. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, Johnny Depp Amber Heard. You know what I mean? It's just like... I don't think we were united on Johnny Depp Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah. They were united on that one. Well, I mean, but like focused on it, you know what I mean? Like focused on the same focused, thing. Like yeah. people are just like, you know, I don't know. But it's yeah, cool. it, look, they, they know how to, if you read this, listen to the story, like they know how to, they have control of the government, they control the businesses, they will merge, they always fucking merge when the left rises. They fucking always do. And the left is rising. Like the Bernie stuff was like an awakening and then people start reading and the Starbucks stuff is happening and Amazon, there's a fucking left rising. And they're gonna come hard, so we need to get up, we need to get together. And that's the only idea I can come up with. But they're gonna come fucking hard. They always do. Always. Yeah.
PTSD too. I do anyway. Just give me. Just give me. A, I want you to meet Mrs. Amtrak. Well, maybe the thing to do, Dave, is to you know, because I think that's very valuable, and I think to anyone listening, like you know, figure like make it easy for people to join. Something. It is easy to join it. I think you can just sign up, but they've. I have to go look up. Like they've communicated with me, and and I need to go back and see what they said. Well, you probably uh, blocked them. Let's go. Probably. Blocked them. <laughs> well, they've sent. But yeah, I mean, I think like why not? Stuff. Well, yeah, but why? I mean, that like you know, through our social media and shit like that. Let's get that out there as much as we can. Like yeah. have a follow through. There's a fact that it's helpful. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming out. Of this.